Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Black and Animated Podcast. It's another one of these things again. Yeah, another BW episode. Or WB, whatever you prefer. Yeah, whatever you fancy. Yeah. Yeah, WB, BW, it's all good in the hood. <laughs> yeah, so what are we talking about this episode, B? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we are talking about jambalaya. Jambalaya. And hype. Ooh, jambalaya and hype. Yeah, jambalaya tastes good and hype it. No, we're talking about <laughs> a film by a little well-known. Is it well-known? A little well-known. I feel like he's well-known to well, people Well, I know he's know. well-known, but I mean, is the particular film well-known? Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like, oh, gosh, let's just say the film, because obviously everyone knows what we're talking about. Bebe's Kids. Yeah, I I'd say, like, within the black community, I feel like everybody knows what the heck Bebe's Kids is. But if you, like, were to go outside of that, I'm not sure many people would know what Bebe's Kids is. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people in the black community love <laughs> Bebe's Kids and reference Bebe's Kids a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. or at least, like, watched it once or twice at when you were little. Once. Like, people in our age groups group specifically because i know i know i watched it Mm -hmm. when i was little but it came out in 92 so it must have been like on hbo (laughs) and like we had a a tape of it and Mm -hmm. stuff so that's how i know what it is yeah and i thought it wasn't real at first when i like well like thinking back to it i thought that i had made up this memory of this like black animated film that wasn't proud family or anything because i couldn't think of anything prior to proud family besides like I don't know, Fat Albert and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, I looked it up just to see what it was. Or No, I didn't look it up because I forgot the name of it. Mm-hmm. But I somehow like found it again or like, I think I did like a search on like black cartoon characters one day. I don't know why I was looking it up. I think mm-hmm. it was for reference or something. Yeah. And then I saw Bebe's kids there and I'm like, that's that movie that I saw when I was younger. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't so it wasn't something I made up in my head or like a lost <laughs> memory. I actually did watch this. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have a similar experience with the movie in which like um it was watched in my household at some point somehow. Like maybe it was VHS, maybe it was HBO, I don't know. But I definitely remember seeing like there's flashes of the animation or sh- like scenes in my head like from childhood yeah and, like definitely like i was the type of kid who like was either described as baby's kids or would describe other people's kids as baby's kids as like uh, and like you just heard that up. and you heard the, that phrase a yeah. lot too like man no baby's kids like, like you heard that mm-hmm. phrase all the time like, you always heard, like, why are you coming around here with Bebe's kids? Like, referring to, like, like me and or my group, like, my family, like, child group, you know? Yeah, or, like, just say, like, oh, like, man, you acting like Bebe's kids. Like, exactly. say, like, they're, like, bad kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, who coined this term? Like, mm-hmm. did it come from Robert Harris's, like, act? Like, did he coin the term? Or had that been around for a while? I feel like he, he coined the term. He made it popularized. Because it's based off of, like, Baby's Kids' film is based off of an act from a stand-up comedian, Robin Harris. Oh, I uh, said Robert, my bad. Robert? <laughs> it's Robin. Robin Harris. Robin Harris. I didn't mean to say Robin. I heard Rob, and I was like, I'm going with it. But, um, yeah, it's based off an act from this comedian, Robin Harris. Like, based off of, I mean, I'm guessing since it's a real-life event that happened to him. 
or just circumstance that happens to him. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, based a, off like a, a funny story. circumstance yeah. that black people can relate to, I guess. Exactly. Baby's kids. <laughs> yeah, and like the the film basically like you said, it's based off his comedy routine. And um where like he talks about meeting this woman who's really great. I'm just this is like the abridged version of it. Just mm-hmm. this really nice lady. And then he goes to take her out but then she brings uh well first he like meets uh the woman's like child mm-hmm. and then that's fine and then he takes her out but she's got three more kids with with her mm-hmm. and it's like whose kids are these and she's like oh they're not mine those baby's kids mm-hmm. and it's like who the heck is baby and baby's <laughs> like a, a neighborhood friend who's never home or and like somebody's always watching her kids you know mm-hmm. and um then like he takes Bebe's kids, the uh, I believe the, it's, this, it's the same names like Jamika and stuff. I think it's the same names from the routine. Yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the names are the same from the routine. Yeah, so he takes Jamika out with her son and Bebe's three children to like a Disneyland type theme park. In the movie, they made it like a nondescript like fun world, fun world place. Because mm-hmm. I mean. You know. This is an amusement park. Yeah. And then, like, you know, they wreck everything. They, they're just bad and stuff. And I don't really remember how the comedy routine ends. Well, I can't remember how the comedy routine ends. I, I feel like I've definitely never seen the actual comedy routine. No, I've they spliced seen... in a couple clips in the beginning of the yeah. film with it, though, which right. was kind of interesting. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, it was really... Actually, the beginning of the film is, like, really fun just to see. Like, it feels, I don't know, nostalgic to just watch it because it has all this it's weird to say 90s aesthetic because it's it, from the 90s yeah. of course it'd be 90s aesthetic but it's like, like it's like if you're watching in the house with LL Cool J or if mm-hmm. you're watching in living color yeah it got you know yeah lots of zigzags and triangles and saturated bold colors and lots yeah. of like nice like um like textures like everything was uh very like traditional traditional looking in its texture and like um typography um yeah, lots of bold shapes. Yeah. So it was very fun to see and look at, and, uh, yeah. And it, it took me back to, like, the days where, you know, being little, and, like, you go over your cousin's house or somebody, and then, like, um, I don't know, they got... <laughs> They got the plastic over the over the couch because <laughs> they don't want to make a mess. Mm-hmm. And then like somebody's just like I don't know doing your hair and you're watching what's on TV. Mm-hmm. At least for me, like that kind of took me back to that, like when I was little. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, the the beginning of the film was like real fun to to see, and it black nostalgia. Yeah, black nostalgia. Um, and yeah, like what you were saying, um, it's based off of. Robin Harris's comedy act, and are we gonna go into like describing the film or? I uh, just a brief overview, I guess, mm-hmm. because um, the film is something. Yeah, the film is really it's, something. It's been a while, I think, for both of us, and we watched it in full. Mm-hmm. And I think the last time we both watched it in full were, was when we were children. Yeah, like before <laughs> the two thousands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it is. It I don't know. It I feel like. What are your What are your thoughts? My yeah, I'll say my thoughts. What are your thoughts? My thoughts. That about was a the personified film. reference. <laughs> it like just watching the film. It feels like it just goes 
kind of all over the place. Like it, it kind of takes the story from the comedy act and kind of just speckles in a lot of gags with the children and gags with um, the relationship between Jamika and Robin. And it just feels like there's so much going on and it's a little bit unstructured. Like there is a beginning and there's an end, but (laughs) in the middle, it's just like so many things happening that you're kind of just like, wait, what, wait, wait, what's going on? Wait, oh, do, are we starting a new scene? Like, wait, what's going, what's happening? It's just gags. Yeah. Um, which it's, it's fun to watch, but it's also just like mind boggling to sit through because you're kind of just like, all right, I guess we're here now. Yeah, I guess we're here now. Yeah. But it is a fun watch. Yeah. Like, we were laughing at stuff. Yeah, there was so, so many quotes that are just gems <laughs> that are just hilarious. We don't die, we multiply. Oh, my sister used to quote that a lot. <laughs> like, there's just so many things, like, from that movie that family and friends quote. And so it's definitely in the vernacular. It's definitely, like, well-known within the community, I feel like. Or, what was that? What was that line? Jamaica said, she's, or, no, uh, Dorothea, his ex-wife, mm-hmm. she was like, I, like, I don't need you. I was like, I can get a man any time I want. And Jamaica's like, well, here, take some lotion for your ashy legs. And it's like, oh! For your ashy legs, maybe you'll get one. <laughs> like, dang, that came out of nowhere. Like, okay. <laughs> so, like, slapped you so hard with that, like, line. Like, dang. Or there was that one line he said to one of the kids. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna knock you so, I'm gonna knock the black off of you. Yeah, okay, that's You're gonna be lighter than Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is definitely has been, like, uh, something that, a phrase that's been before the movie. That, that yeah, be. that's a phrase. Like, that my mom be, be like, I'm gonna knock the. Like, you, you better not talk back. I'm going to smack the it's black kind of, off It's funny because like, I was recently thinking about that type of, that phrase, too. I was thinking, like, wow, that, <laughs> I used to hear that a lot. Like, people would just be like, I will smack the black off of you. <laughs> it's like, dang, that's a, it's really harsh. You're like, wow, that's a powerful phrase. But we didn't say who did Baby's Kids. Yeah, who, 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 who produced Baby's Kids? Some guy. No. <laughs> Some dude. <laughs> A very cool dude. Yeah, super cool dude. Bruce W. Smith or Bruce Smith as he's credited. I'm not sure which one he prefers because yeah. I see both on credits. Yeah, I see both on credits. On In this specific film, it is credited, credited Bruce or he is credited Bruce Smith. Yeah. But I usually see Bruce W. Smith. Yeah, I feel Maybe like... Maybe he changed it up for later things because I don't know. Yeah, like... Because I think he worked on Goofy Movie too, and I think I just saw Bruce Smith as his credit. Maybe it was a 90s thing. Yeah. Maybe in 2000, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to do Bruce W. w. Smith. Bruce yeah, w. throw that W in there. Yeah, get that W in there. Yeah, Ws are nice. I love Ws. W <laughs> Good w. job, Bruce. My last name starts with a W. Oh, snap. My first name starts with a W. Oh. We're so alike. But anyway, yeah, um, Bruce W. Smith. I'll just say Bruce W. Smith. Um, mm-hmm. As you may or may not know, listeners, created the Proud Family. Oh, yeah. And was also responsible for um, Happily Ever After Tales for Every Child. You may have seen that on HBO Family where they took different fairy tales and made them like with an ethnic twist. Yeah. Like I think Princess and the Pea was, it was either like in China or or Hispanic fairy tale instead. Um, I remember they made um, Aladdin Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. And then Goldilocks and the Three Bears, that was in Jamaica. Ooh. Princess and the Pauper, 
it princess? They made it a princess in the pauper, not prince in the pauper. Mm. And I think that was like in like an African country or mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, and I think uh, Beauty and the Beast was African, right? Yeah, and uh, the the tale of King Midas that was in Africa too. Mm. And I think Rumpelstiltskin was, I think, was a Jamaica. Rapunzel, uh, I think. Pinocchio, was... Pinocchio was like in like um, a black. Um, Caribbean or something? Yeah, I was going to say, because I Will think Smith Rapunzel was also... Oh. Will Smith was Pinocchio, if oh, I'm not nice. mistaken. Denzel Washington was it was in the Mother Goose one. He was, mm-hmm. hum, uh, he was Humpty Dumpty. Yes, <laughs> yes he was. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> was Mother, uh, Mother Goose. Goose. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I think... Um, was it Salt and Pepper Or was it, I think it was TLC? Salt. I think it was Salt and Pepper. I'm pretty that sure. were like the three cats? Yeah. That were like, well, she's got... She's then maybe it was TLC. Because it's three of them. Because it's three. Salt and pepper is salt. Or or pepper. or we're both wrong, and it's another group. Yeah, that we're not thinking of. That'll be hilarious. Wait, maybe it's Destiny's Child. I I don't. It was not Destiny. <laughs> it was not them. Well, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Happily ever after got a lot of like just different like black celebrities and some non-black people like Reba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that. The th- Which one? The in- three, the three pigs. Oh, cool! Yeah. Nice, like, nice. Like, I don't, but I didn't really watch that one in full. Well, no, I watched it in full, but I don't remember it very well. I just remember like it was about like country pig, and she's like, "I'm gonna go like on retirement or something," and mm-hmm. it was Reba, and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's interesting." Nice. Yeah, that's it cool. was it was a good show. Bruce W. Smith has done like a lot of cool things, and also, I mean. Uh, Princess and the Frog, like he worked on that, and I think he was responsible for like the character animation of Doctor Facilier. Yeah, I was I'm about speaking to say. very fast. Sorry. No, you you got very excited, <laughs> Doctor Facilier. I really like Doctor Facilier, uh, <laughs> the Shadow Man. Mm-hmm, the Shadow Man. Keith David. Keith. What a David. great voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, Hyperion, uh, Studios, Bruce W. Smith worked for them, mm-hmm. and he was it just directed. This one directed um, Baby's Kids. Yeah, he directed Baby's Kids, directed and Baby's of course, Kids. like um, like the character designs. Yeah, you know, for, like they scream. Bruce they w. scream <laughs> his style. Yeah, very it's definitely much. his style. Yeah, so it's yeah. And that's like a really good thing that I enjoy about Baby's Kids, and mm-hmm. or just about Bruce W. Smith's work in general. Like whatever he touches, there's just very solid, good caricature and character design in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like nobody looks the same yeah there's variety there's different shapes there's different proportions there's so much appeal yeah there's a lot of appeal so much appeal in the design and he knows how to draw black people yeah yes i mean obviously yeah 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 because i mean it's you know like i don't know where i was about to go but yeah he knows how to draw black people is basically what i was gonna say yeah it also feels like every time there's a disney thing it feels like that involves Oh, black folks, or just people of color in general. I'll look at the credits and I'll see his name there, and I'm like, oh, I guess I need some help. Well, we can start describing the actual film because I think we started describing like our experiences with it and yeah. how just watching it now made us feel. Yeah. Um. So what well, happened? Well, you said already that like you're. Well, that was like how it made how it made you feel. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I was trying. I was starting to talk about the film, but then I started talking about how it made me feel. Uh yeah. Well, yeah. well, the film is basically like what we already said about regarding um, uh, Mr. Harris's comedy routine. Mm-hmm. However, um, there's like a lot of like liberties that are taken mm-hmm. 
and I guess a pulled comment because the film starts off with um, like a, I, what is it like our framework is that Robin is telling a story back to people at a bar that he's in yes how he meets Jamaica and all the kids mm-hmm. and um like he meets her at a funeral. Of, he meets her at a funeral. <laughs> yeah, he meets her. At a, he meets Jamika at a funeral mm-hmm. um, of some guy that I guess nobody likes, mm-hmm. and like she's just super hot and eh, just stuff. Cat calling all it this, but um, and then like you know they hit it off and everything, and then he meets uh her son, her son Leon. Yeah. Yeah, Leon's a sweet little boy, got a little high top cut and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, um, oh, and, and she's like, well, if you want to, you know, get to know me and my son, like, you need to take us somewhere appropriate, you know, like that we can all enjoy, like Fun World, which is like this not Disneyland theme park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, where I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, he's yeah. like, cool. Yeah, like, Hang I got out with this. this kid and, like, you know, get to know Jamika. All right, yeah, awesome. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> Like, as soon as she said that, I was like, shut up, <laughs> because, like, it just seemed like she's, she knew she was going to be taking care of baby's kids. And then, so she's like, let's go to Fun World. Yeah, he rolls up, three more children, and he's like, who? Who are these like, oh, other oh, three? Who's, who's, who's baby's kids? <laughs> like, who's baby? Like, oh, she's just a friend. <laughs> and they are bad to the bone. Yeah, we got Khalil. Looking like he rolled off a NWA. Mm-hmm. And, um... LaShawn. LaShawn, the little girl. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Lil Pee Wee. Lil Pee Wee. Who has a deep voice. I like, love oh, that man. so much. He's like this little baby. I think he's supposed to be three years old, but he got this deep voice. <laughs> I feel like, like whoever was little voicing... Little OG. <laughs> I feel like whoever was voicing Lil Pee Wee, um was in Happily Ever After, because I feel like I've heard that oh, person's yeah, voice before. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I definitely recognize that voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're and then they're off to Fun World. And then some shenanigans start. And there's some things that are kind of like culturally well not culturally, um like societal so- societal socioeconomic not economic, but no, not, I know not what you're talking. Like it's I can't speak. For socially, it. I, are you saying relatable relevant. or relevant? Yeah, okay, socially relevant. To, yeah, yeah, and it's like, all right. So basically, what happens? Wait, what does happen? Because all I remember is like, well, they roll up. By, they, they roll up to Fun World, right. and they get, um, they're like in line waiting to go in. Basically, like they're, they're at the front of the, like they're at the gate into the theme park. Yeah, but like. The kids are being rowdy, and, like, uh, Robin, you kind of, like, fall asleep at the wheel, because I think, like, they're all tired from, like, a long drive. Yeah. And then they kind of come to, like, a very, like, hard stop. And then a cop, I guess, like, the police officer of the park? Yeah, I'm guessing. Is that... I mean, Disney has police, so I'd assume no, yeah, Fun I mean, it makes World, sense. because Fun World's supposed to be Disneyland, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, they have their own cop, uh, their own police force to, like, monitor everything. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, step out of the car, and he searches him, and it's, like... Uh, he didn't search anybody else. He only searched the black man and the, and his family, huh? Yeah. Okay. Like, I think they even show, like, there's a white family that goes in after, like, he kind of, like, lets them in. He's basically, like, checking 
Like, we're supposed to be checking them, like, yeah. people as they're going in. Yeah. And he's like, all right, Eddie, like, lets the other family go in. And then as soon as, like, Robin's, like, car shows up, he's like, all right, step out of the vehicle. Like, like, are you under the influence? Like, you, you came to like, a pretty hard stop. You are you? What's going on? You got anything, like, illegal on you? Mm-hmm. And then, like, he starts, like, leering at Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God, this is gross. Yeah, like, he, yeah, starts, like perversely learning and she's like don't even no don't even start (laughs) like don't even try (laughs) it is like dang and then when they get to the front gate or not the front gate they're right at the front gate when they get to like the ticket booth area Mm. of fun world um, oh my gosh that uh khalil goes off to like a water fountain to get a drink and these three white men in suits Come out of nowhere and be like, we got a, what, what are you, what are you doing here? You got, you got, is that a gang symbol on your hat? And yeah, he's like, like I don't, don't cause any trouble. And it's like, he was literally just drinking water. He's drinking water. Like, this kid is bad, but like, he literally did not do anything bad yet. He was he just, minding his business. Literally. And it's just like, topical. Yeah, very topical. Like, like not even in a funny way. It's like. Really sad. It's like, oh well, like it's it's like the thing about it is like seeing it in the film like happened very fast because this is still like for probably like what the first ten minutes of the film. No, not the first ten. I was thinking it was like twenty. Felt like (laughs) this film felt so long. Well, it's because there's so much happening. So much happening that you think that like we must be near the end with all this with all these events happening. Yeah, well, we were thirty minutes in. We're just like, well, this has to be near the end of the film, and it was thirty minutes in out of an hour. We're like, what? Like, oh god, felt like two hours. (laughs) Yeah, like oh. It, it it felt like it only felt long because there was just so much jam packed in there, mm-hmm. and the lack of kind of uh, structure in the middle mm-hmm. is what made it feel like that. That's what I think. Yeah, and I think that like we're kind of like devi- deviating off the like the, the plot a little bit here, but um, I feel like maybe this shouldn't have been a movie. It mm-hmm. should have been like a series. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, make it like. It could have been, like, a Proud Family spinoff or some shit. Right. Like, like, I feel like, I mean, just the concept of it, though, is, like, it's this guy who is in a relationship, this woman, who just happens to sometimes be babysitting someone else's kids. Like, yeah, I don't know, it seems be? like it'd be really good for a sitcom, you mm. know? Or an animated sitcom, like, most mm. of what's on TV now and what was on then. Mm. And mm. I feel like... Because uh, internet says that Bebe's Kids has a 24, 25% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, if it's 25%, that means it's bad. Not, and, I will, and I would argue that no, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just, I can see where you could get weirded out by the lack of structure in the middle. Yeah. And with it being, well, I don't want to say lack of structure, that makes it seem like it's all over the floor. Because it is a little It is, kind of. But I mean, like... Uh, it's a lot of, like, moments, like a moment here, a right. moment there, a moment there, and they don't necessarily seem to, like, they flow, but they, they, but it's, like, too much. Yeah, it, it flows, but it's kind of like, they kind of, like, make it flow without there being, like, a stop, breathe in, like, take in these it moments. It just keeps going. Like, it's just, like, everything's just rolling into everything, and then they occasionally do have moments where it's just like, hey, stop. Like little character like a little mu- moments, or like a musical bit, like, like the a musical music bit, bits. with Jamika and 
Robin, mm -hmm. which was very nice. Which which makes me wish that we had more R and B music in animated films with like love songs. Lots hey, of R and B. Hey Disney, maybe this. you should do that. Yeah, lots of R and B in this. Why didn't you do that in Princess so and the great. Frog? You coward! <laughs> no. <laughs> There's lots of great R and B music in this film. It's just like it it helps the movie so much. You know, like it feels like a lot of the music is helping guide along you through the movie, mm -hmm. but. You know, so you you can't rely completely on the music, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, but I would definitely say watch it. You know, yeah, please watch it. Where where are we? We're talking about Khalil and drinking water and being accosted by these three white CIA looking agents of the park. Yeah, and I mean, I, I you're saying that it just felt topical, but like, I mean. I was just gonna mention. Well, not even topical. I guess it's just reality for black people. No, that's what, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's basically just reality for black yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's basically what my tidbit was gonna be. Like, oh, okay. It's reality. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just. I topical. guess topical was like the wrong phrase then that I used. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's it's just a reality that we face as like black folks in this country, mm -hmm. and um, like I re I remember once like just last year living out here, I went to a groceries not grocery store i went to a gas station with a friend and it felt and um the cashier was like eyeing me very very hard when i was in the store with my white friend he wasn't looking at her he kept looking at me like i was gonna steal something mm -hmm. and then i felt really irritated and then i left i took my ice cream that i bought and i was like all right i'm just getting ice cream and then he kind of kept eyeing me and i'm like i i'm not in the mood for this mm -hmm. and i just left i was mm -hmm. very annoyed i feel like yeah i've definitely had that happened to be like in uh at a gosh i was in a beauty supply store i think and basically i walked in and i asked the owner like for like i don't know some shampoo or lotion or something and they're like no we don't have this like very like I don't know, it just felt like he did, just did not want me to be there. Like, it was very strong. Yeah. Very strong feelings of just get out, like, don't even walk around. And I was like, you know what? I don't yeah. even want this right yeah, not, now. Not, not I don't need this. Not so. Like, you're just always being judged as if you're going to be doing something wrong, you know? Yeah. And that's that that part of the movie. That's that, well, I mean, it, it, yeah, that was that part. Yeah, and it, was it was like very ooh. powerful. Yeah, we were just like, oop, uh, oop, yeah. Yep. About that. Um, so after that, they... After that, they start going on rides. Bebe's mm, kids. They, they do shenanigans. Yeah, they they don't even start going on rides yet. They just start doing shenanigans. Because, like, at first they go through a gift shop, right? Yeah, and they wreck and everything. And they completely destroy the gift shop. Yeah. And, like, dang. <laughs> like, they go through, like... I think that was, like, one of the first song sequences, maybe? Yeah, he's like, I'm not having it. Yeah, and he's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Um, and then after that, I think, like, the kids are able to kind of go off on their own. Mm -hmm. At some point, because they were, they, after they go through the gift shop and act bad and stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, like, no. There's still, there's more bits of business about, like, they go on the roller coaster, they go on, like, that giant drop type thing. Right. And they're just kind of, So they're like, acting, they, they're behaving. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, you can't go by yourself anymore, so you're just gonna stick with us. Yeah. And they're behaving, um, while they're with Jamaica and Robin, so, mm -hmm. like, soon they're just like, okay, fine, you're behaving so you can play by yourself around the park. Yeah. And then when they go off and do that, like, it's interesting because um, I kind of want to talk about Leon a little bit. Mm -hmm. Leon is Jamika's yes, son. Mm -hmm. And 
He is a little less like He's a little more wild. He's not rowdy. He's, yeah, he's not rowdy. He's uh respectful <laughs> to yeah. other people. Yeah. And Bebe's kids basically are constantly the opposite teasing of him. That. They're yeah, constantly, they're constantly teasing, teasing him. him and constantly like punching him, shoving him, and going like, Oh, don't tattle like and things like that. And, and calling he, him like a weenie and stuff. Yeah. And And I definitely felt like I connected with Leon a lot. Like that was definitely me at some point as a child. Because <laughs> yeah. I've definitely known a baby's kids group. <laughs> like this in you your know, own family. In, in my own family, family friends. Like there's definitely been a baby's kids that are just super not well behaved, like very, very running all kids. over the place. Yeah, like as soon as Acting they're with out. you, they they act out. As soon as they're not with their mom, and then you you're just standing there like, uh, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, I, I felt that a lot growing up too. Where like mm-hmm. my cousins in Milwaukee were, God, I hope they're not listening to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, were the baby's kids, mm-hmm. and I was like Leon Rose, was quiet, and I was like. Okay, and then they made fun of me, especially because I, quote unquote, talked proper. Oh, that's so much. Yeah, wow. talking proper, like, oh, you. It's like, not even talk proper. It's just, it's just you talk talking. You just there. That's what they would say. Is like, yeah, you, you talk, talk white, white. Is what they would say. It's like so agitated because it's like, no, I, I'm black, so I'm talking like a black person. This is how I talk. Like, I can't. Like what? And what's talking white? What's that even mean? Yeah, like it's that's like, not. Argh, like I hate that so much. It's very annoying, and um, yeah, it's just interesting how the getting the representation of like a child like Leon, and then children like Bebe's kids, and like that's pretty real in the black community. Like there are kids on both both ends, or even like in between. Even like those children like that exist. Mm-hmm. So they are released from the reins of the of the they're, of the yeah, adults. They're allowed to leave the adults behind because they're be- behaving while they're with them. Yeah. So and then and then there's like a subplot that kind of appears. Oh with, yeah, that's right. With uh, Robin's Dorothea? yeah, Robin's ex wife yeah. Dorothea mm-hmm. and her best friend. It's bad jokes. It's, it's yeah, kind it of have a lot of, but I. Well, it's I, not. It's not a lot, but it's like clearly like they're played at the expense of the white. Yeah, they are, and it's not. It's not that many, but it's like. It's kind of like. Eh. It's like ninety percent of the jokes are the, are some fat jokes, basically. You know, like, yeah. So, but I really like that character design. I feel like that was yeah. One of my she's a fun character. character. Like, she's a like great character, and she was a fun character. Yeah, like she had really good like. I feel like she added. Oh, not we're not, and we're not talking about Dorothea. We're talking about Dorothea's friend. Yeah, Dorothea's friend specifically. Yeah, like she just be like, "Ooh, he still love you. He still love you, girl. He still love you, girl." Mm-hmm. This is hilarious. Um, yeah, and like that whole plot kind of mini thing is. Ooh, you don't really need it. Yeah, it's kind of like because as soon as they split up, they you you're. It's like it's two different movies. Yeah, you're watching two different movies at that point because you're following at some points you're following Baby's Kids and Leon, and then whenever you're not following Baby's Kids and Leon, you're following what's happening with Robin and Jamika, and like um, Robin bumps into Dorothea, his ex-wife, in the park yeah. at some point, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you're here now." Like kinda. she. If I could describe her best, I would say, imagine a middle-aged version of 
that girl that Ice Cube was dating in front in Friday. That will call the phone and be like, like, who you was with, Craig? You ain't got to lie. And, you know, like, she would call the phone and, like, hang up all the time with those ugly nails. <laughs> yeah, she had some, uh... She was like, boo, where Craig at? <laughs> um, but, yeah, he bumped into her. He, he bumps into her at the park. So she's obviously added to the story. And she sees that he is with another woman. Mm-hmm. And... She gets incredibly jealous, yeah. Basically, um, and is trying to just like basically ruin their date. Yeah, and it doesn't work out at first. Like they go through, Jamika and uh, Robin go through like a little love tunnel, which we were saying to the movie, never seen a love tunnel yeah. in a theme park in the wild in real life. Yeah, like, maybe that used to be a thing, but I haven't seen one. Yeah, I've never seen an actual love tunnel. So, listeners, if you have, just let us know <laughs> if you've actually seen a love tunnel. Tweet us life. some real love tunnels and theme parks. Yeah, be like, oh, this know, this theme park has a love tunnel. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, as far as we know, I don't never never seen a actual real life one. Yeah, the like, only can, like water boat tunnel thing I've been on is like Small World. Small World. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, or I just said it. Like, Small World's like the only thing that I could think or of pirates. that's even near that. I don't well, know if it's the Pirates one, but... The, pi- the Pirates one is you're on a boat, and you go through, through a tunnel, through a tunnel <laughs> that has and, things around. And there's pirates, and yeah. it's water. That's only, like, tunnel boat things. Yeah, so if there's actual tunnels of loves that exist that are in, in the 2000s or 2010s, <laughs> let us know. Prove us wrong. We want to know where, yeah, we where, really where they're at so we can go. Yeah. <laughs> podcast day. Yeah, podcast day. Whoa, I said date. I know. I oh. said day. Um, anyway. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So they go through the Tunnel of Love, which, like, uh, it rolls into a nice uh, music video montage. Yeah. It was really and that's cool. that's, like, the R&B, like, love song thing that was mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And they changed the animation style, too, where it's, like, a chalk outline. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty. I like it. Yeah, I love that chalk outline. It was really cool. And then after that, like, there's just more shenanigans with the kids. And the stuff with the kids, like I said, but like we mentioned before, like it feels like it's a separate film, but it feels like it's multiple smaller films in this separate. Yeah, film. like so much when like when you go back to the adults, it's like all right, like this is. I feel like things are structured and it's making sense because it's just Dorothea trying to ruin uh Robin's time <laughs> on his date. And when you go back to Baby's Kids, so much is happening. It's just like Baby's Kids are just like running a monk, a monk, a monk. A monk. And, then, yeah. and then they get picked up by those three like suited dudes again, mm-hmm. and like strapped down and put on this train that goes into this weird like underground tunnel thing that I guess is trying to like brainwash them into yeah. corporate capitalism. Judging from like the song lyrics. That was pretty. That's what it felt like. Yeah, no, it was. I think it was definitely supposed to be trying to brainwash them into corporate capitalists because it was just like listen to uh, what was it subliminal messages. <laughs> like, yeah, literally what one of the lyrics like. was like listen to subliminal messages. <laughs> it's like wait, what? And like buy all the products, consume everything, and it's like what the heck? What's happening? And then Khalil takes like a knife that he has on him, breaks uh, him and his uh, his siblings and Leon out. And then they go to, like, this toy area in there. But then, like, all there are other children that have been captured by these, like, suits that are in the park that are, like, really weird Big Brother CIA types. Mm-hmm. 
these three white men. And then the other kids, who are all white, I, I think. I think they were all right. I think, I think, I think they, they were all white. white. Yeah. They're not strapped down. Yeah. They're not, like, bound and, like, strapped with a belt. They're just free. Yeah. And they jump out and follow the babies' kids. And it's like, why you gotta strap the black kids yeah. down? Yeah, just like, wait, are they, you, you really <laughs> think that low? Like, <laughs> like you think they're that bad, Yeah, huh? seriously, like, wait, what? Like, why are the black kids going with that? Strapped yeah, to the seat. Can't let black kids do nothing. You gotta strap them down, huh? But, I mean... But again, like, I, and, and I don't know if any of this commentary... Bruce, if you're listening, is any of this intentional? Because we're reading some stuff into here that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And if you meant for it to happen, that's awesome. And if you didn't, well, people, it's cool to like see subtext in things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and let us know. Bruce. If you're, Bruce. If you're listening, Bruce. let us know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so they... Uh, they escape because like one of the places that they see on this ride of corporate capitalism is a toy store. They're like, yes, let's go to this toy store. So they like escape the cart, and all the other kids who seem to all be white kids are just like, what, awesome! And they escape and they like escape the ride and they rush into the toy store. And they're like, out like babies. Wait, no. Before we get in there, yeah, are, they, aren't there like weird animatronics? Yes. Yeah, there's like. It, it, then it becomes Five Nights at Freddy's in a weird. No, that's that comes after the Toy Story though. Oh, that comes after because a big plot point, <laughs> which See, you I'm don't really know is a plot point until later on, is um, Khalil. Like, there's a guard at the Toy Store, which is a big animatronic toy that Khalil like, destroy. He like punches and like it obliterates basically as soon as he punches it, and you kind of don't think anything of it because it happened so fast, but it becomes a big like kind of a plot point later on. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they go through the toy store, they're causing a ruckus, and they're, like, destroying things, playing with toys, like, everyone, all the kids. Just, they're, and, they're just they're just being kids, you know, hanging out, and... And they're straightjacking. I think that's, this is where the song straightjacking yeah, comes yeah, in. Yeah, because the because all the kids that they freed are like, so who are you guys? And they're like, we're baby's kids, and they're like, can we be baby's kids, too? And then they just look at them, like... <laughs> they're just like, mm. Mm. Nah. Uh uh-uh. uh. But you can hang with us though. Yeah. No not all not all punks can be babies, kids, but you yeah. can hang with us. It's the, like what? And then they start singing this song and be like, Yeah, my name's Kaleon, I'm LaShawn and all this stuff and it's like real it's really fun. Yeah, it's a it's fun cute, rap. It's cute. It's cute. Rap. It's cute. <laughs> and they straight jacking. You straight jacking. Uh yeah, lots of visual puns with uh the security guards. They cut to the security guards like in control rooms like at camera at like i guess tvs that are watching them mm-hmm. and they're playing jacks yeah <laughs> they're playing with jacks so throughout the song they're just like we're and straight jacking and then little so that was kind of fun and little peewee oh caught, man it caught me off guard that very badly. that was great so was, his segment in the song he says something about similac or something and then some lady like walks by with very large voluptuous with, 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 a voluptuous woman like walks by <laughs> and he says something about Similac and getting a drink or whatever and I'm just like and then I go wait what <laughs> yeah literally it's like wait did he just like did that just happen was that like a breast milk joke wait hold on <laughs> like oh boy but it's so fast you don't see it mm-hmm. so I can imagine I don't know do they have S&P in feature I mean they I feel like 
Wait. Well, yeah, I feel like in a way they do. But it's also 1992. It is also 1992. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it, you kind of like going into that, like, who exactly is this film for? Is it like supposed to be family? Is it supposed to be like an adult film? Yeah, because these kids are cussing. Like, they're saying damn all, all the time. Yeah, a lot. But then there's like really small, cute moments and funny moments that are just like, all right, these, this is like, a kid would love this, yeah. but an adult would probably just be like, all right, this is kind of dumb. And again, like, we as children, like, we watch this. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, was it one of those moments where it's just like, this is supposed to be for adults, but then people saw like, oh, this is a cartoon, so it's probably this is fun for kids too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who the main target was for this, like, but and I'm assuming, but, like, because we were children when we saw it, it just feels like it is a movie that's, like, family-based. Mm-hmm. Which isn't bad, like, and and watching it again, it it does feel more like a family movie yeah. than a like plop your small child and leave the room in front of. Yeah. But as you said, like I can imagine, like some adults probably like during all the bits of business with the um with the kids probably like tuning out on all that stuff. Yeah. But then tuning back in when Robin and Jamaica and Dorothea and all that happens, right? Because that feels more like. Adults would be like, oh, like, like, uh, yeah, like, exactly. like, like they're watching Def Jam comedy or something, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, there's, after the Straight Jacket music video, I forget exactly what happens after the Straight Jacket music video. I, I, think. I think, doesn't Dorothea try to like... Yeah, it cuts back to it, Dorothea. It cuts, it cuts back to Dorothea and Robin, and then I think Dorothea... And her friend are in the bathroom with Jamika. Oh. And then they, like, start making up a fake story about how Robin was with Dorothea last night mm-hmm. and stuff. And then it makes Jamika upset. And then Robin doesn't want to, like, tell her who Dorothea is, even though, like, it's just not that, not that hard. Just, just tell her mm-hmm. that that's your ex-wife and she's being annoying and making up lies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he eventually does. And then they, like, have a yo mama so, uh, like... A, ma- uh, a yo mama a, 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 yo, a yo mama off. Yeah. They say you start saying yo mama jokes because like um at first Not but it, it's between uh it's between Robin, Robin and Dorothea. And Dorothea yeah. Not Jamaica and Dorothea. Right, right. Yeah, because uh what I mean basically what happens is Jamie goes to the bathroom. I know you just said this, but yeah. <laughs> just just to say what happens. Jamie goes to the bathroom and like Dorothea and her friend follow her and like start like just talking about Robin out loud, like using his last name, so they know that she knows who they're talking about. Like saying, "Oh, she he was with me last night, and I divorced him because he's terrible with kids, and he's the worst person ever." And but I still love him. Yeah. <laughs> so she thinks like he's a terrible person, and he's like, "Wait, who? Like, what are you talking about?" And like realizes that Dorothea was there because I think she comes out. And confronts uh, him, well, which he doubles knew, down. He knew that she was there before, right? But because she, there was like a small sequence where he bumped into her. I think we mentioned that earlier. Yeah, yeah. and I think she comes out of the bathroom and kind of confronts Jamika and Robin. No, oh, they go in the bathroom. No, but but before that. Oh, before that. Because when when he starts telling lies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, "You who?" And he's like, "Get, get out of here!" Like, yeah, that's when he starts <laughs> lying because he's like, she realizes, okay, he does actually know her, so he's like, okay, she's obviously this person that she was like like gossiping about in the bathroom yeah so she, that like cements it for jamika that he's a bad person yeah and he starts lying like oh that's just my landlord blah 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 
but they like she's spending all that I just money realized they go to a movie theater. Yeah, yeah they go to a- <laughs> they go to see a movie in this theme park. I just realized this because after this, they go to a movie to see. I guess they're watching a movie, and he's just like, "Where did you hear all these lies?" And he's like, "In the bathroom," and he's like, "Ah, oh, this." We're gonna go settle this. Yeah, right we're gonna now. sell this right now. So they go to the bathroom again. I guess they're back in the bathroom. And um, that's when the Yo Mama fight starts happening because yeah. it's like it's all cleared up now because obviously then, Dorothea was telling lies. Yeah, and Jamaica drops that line about Ashy ankles, and I'm like, Ooh. yeah, that was great. Good line, good line. <laughs> Dang. Uh, and then back to the kids again. We're back to the. <laughs> and then there's like a trial that happened. I don't know. So okay, I don't know how. how yeah, we got there because I don't. Weird. I don't remember. They, I think they fall through a tunnel or something and get into the bottom of the theme park. Yeah, and then, like, the ter- weird Terminator robot. Yeah, like, a bunch of animatronics start attacking them at yeah. first. Because uh, they're in the bottom of the theme park, and I guess they're humans, and they're not supposed to be there. I don't know. But the theme park stores all the animatronics there, and this is where it gets kind of Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, like, uh, animatronics are attacking them. There's a bear animatronic. Um, Abraham Lincoln animatronic. There's an anim- Abraham Lincoln animatronic, which I guess is supposed to be, like, the Hall of Presidents sort of yeah. like reference or whatever, um, and what boggles my mind is what like what they're hiding from the bear animatronic. Um, Lashawn's like Pee Wee, you gotta run, you got the smell of your diaper. And I'm like, how does the animatronic yeah. smell? <laughs> the animatronic has a sense of smell. We're just like, wait, what? I mean, unless like <laughs> I guess it's, it's not a bear. Like it's not that advanced. AI with like smell receptors or something, or maybe it maybe is. The, I maybe don't it sees know. the flies that are like hanging around Pee Wee's diaper. I don't know. It's 1992. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, um, finally, they they're, while they're running around trying to avoid these animatronics, they bump into the Abraham Lincoln animatronic, and they're just like, uh, or Abraham Lincoln's like, hey, these guys, uh, should have the right to a fair trial, which. I didn't know this was a trial <laughs> at all, but okay. Well, it's, it's because, like, the one Terminator robot's trying to, like, kill Khalil. Yeah, but they, you know, they don't really say, he doesn't... Like, he's trying to elect, literally electrocute well, yeah, this like the, child. Yeah, and, like, kind of out of nowhere, and you he's don't like, really... you killed one of my brother and... and yeah, was... they don't really give you the reason until that moment, like, oh, there's a reason why these robots are attacking these kids. And it's like, it's because that animatronic that Khalil punched earlier. Yeah, he punched that animatronic earlier to, like, oblivion, which, also, if Khalil could do this, why does he do <laughs> why does he do this to the animatronics now? Like, he literally Terminator. just, he one-punched. It's a T-101. That's you true. Can't. So, basically, this, the, there's, yeah, the Terminator animatronic is, yeah, a Terminator. <laughs> and he becomes a judge in this trial against Khalil, and they show, oh yeah, and um the lawyer in this trial against Khalil. Is Robot Nixon. Is... <laughs> Oh, it's it's Richard it's, Nixon. It's Richard Nixon as an animatronic, so they call him Robot Nixon. And it's just like, wait a minute, like, Richard what's Nixon happening? is against these kids, and Abraham Lincoln is for these kids. Like, this is obviously supposed to be some type of like some, metaphor. Yeah, like something something's happened. This is this is on purpose. Yeah, they this is definitely done on purpose, and it was pretty hilarious. Um. Yeah, so... And then they were going to electrocute Khalil. Yeah, they were going to electrocute him. Leon, being the voice of reason, gets up and does a rap about, like... Freedom. About freedom and about, like, having rights and, like, saying, like, hey, like, 
it's not his fault. Like, you know, like the system is rigged against him. And it's, and then we're sitting there kind of like, uh, yeah, like, wow, this (laughs) this is really intense. This is cool. Like, yeah, like, you know, like the system is like these, these laws are unjust and things aren't fair and he's not a bad kid. And like, you know, like, uh, just think that he's bad because of how like how he is and product being a product of his environment and mm-hmm. like you need to give him the the tools he needs to use to be better exactly and you're not giving him that mm-hmm. you're just dismissing him and it's just like again Dang. it's like yup there's some commentary here yup there's definitely commentary we need this guys. film <laughs> it just needs to be a little more structured yeah. <laughs> like like shorten it mm-hmm. or like there are definitely bits that are unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then after that, like, Khalil's freed, and then the robots, the animatronics, like, all dance, and Richard Nixon animatronic is upset. Because he's Richard Nixon animatronic, and he wants to the black man down. Yeah, for me, I was kind of just like, wait, that actually worked? Like, all the animatronics are with them now? But, I mean, it's a cartoon, I get it, but I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> and then after that, like, they're on a ship? Yeah, how do they... Oh, yeah, so they escaped the underground, basically. And, like, I think how they got there was, like, they maybe, like, accidentally... Wi- oh, now I remember exactly how they got there. They were running around from the CIA agents. They're right, because they're, they're still chasing them. Yeah, all, they were chasing all the kids that were, yeah, like, like... Yeah, they're chasing all the kids at this point, not yeah, just Bebe's kids. And how they got there was the Bebe's kids saw, like, an out-of-order... Um, ride and right. they went on the ride and that caused them to go underground they changed it to the ss baby yeah but then like you have um but another ship yeah that's like a little cruise and then robin and jameek are on that having like a date but how did they go on the pirate ship again they stole it they oh, just took it okay so they come back from underground they got they get chased by the kids and the caa agents again like basically that's where I was trying to get back to. Are and the then they they steal a ship. Yeah. Yeah, I'm CIA. We keep calling them CIA. Sorry. <laughs> but they look like secret eight. Like they look like like um like freaking Mr. You... Anderson. Like yeah, the they're from, like dressed in all black like and have little from, from the Matrix. Yeah, they're they have black shades. Like they look like men in black kind of like, you know, secret service agents. Yeah, but why, I wish I think it's supposed kids, to be the gag. Why did the kids decide to ram the cruise ship? <laughs> Because they're bad kids. But I thought that, like, okay. were, this, were the agents on the ship? No. So, okay, this is what happens. The yeah, the steal... last bit, I kind of was like, well, there's a lot, there's a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening. So, when they they steal a pirate ship, and it cuts to a cruise ship, like, really hard to cut to this cruise ship, so it's kind of confusing. But um, they cut to this cruise ship on which Jamaica and Robin are having like dinner they're having like a they're lunch having date. lunch <laughs> they're having they a do date. a lot at this theme park i'm realizing yeah well it's, they, it's, they go it's, on like a million dates it's, it's not disneyland <laughs> it's disney not land so so no. i guess they have a lot of things um but yeah they're on this date and um they like i think babies they basically see the pirate ship from the outside and they see like the pirate ships is just filled with kids and Rob's like, I bet it's them kids. I bet it's them kids. And it was those kids. And it was them kids. And then they run as the ship's like basically sinking because the kids like rammed into the ship. Yeah, the, the kids ship. ram into the ship and like like basically they see the pirate ship coming towards the cruise ship and he's yeah. like, No, 
No, I'm not done no, with these like, kids. I'm, he's like, I'm done. Nope, I'm done with these so kids. So then he, so then Robin and Jamika go in like a little rowboat or a lifeboat to like leave. And then Jamika's like, well, we can't leave the kids. What do we, don't we have to go get them? And he's like, I'm, no, like, no, nope, no, I'm nope. not dealing with it. And there's this and hilarious then, line. And then this line. The best line of the film. He's running. He's, so he's running through the park. He's running through the park, like, like just frantically running, pushing people down. Like, no, I gotta get away from these kids. And then Jamika yells. She's like, wait, you can't lead them. That's why they shot their daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like, Literally. what? <laughs> we're just like, and then he stops, what? runs back, and then grabs Jamika and then <laughs> runs back again. Like, oh, no. That's why they shot their daddy. He was like, wait, what? And then they get to the parking lot of the, they get to the parking lot, and then the kids are already at the car. And they're like, they're like, you about to leave, it's not time to time go. It's not time to leave It's not yet. time to go yet. Huh? That was a great part. But like, then dang. they end up leaving anyway. Yeah, they leave anyway. And he has to drop the kids off at home, mm-hmm. and the kids live, like, on the, I was gonna say west side, just because, like, that's what it is for me, like, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they they live in the they live in the hood basically, mm-hmm. and um, you know not super great neighborhood. And then the kids, um, like Bebe's not home. Bebe left a well. I'm kind of jumping ahead a little. Like so they get to the they get to the apartment complex where Bebe and the kids live. Um, they get dropped off, and then um, Rob is like, I'm gonna go up there and then, you know I'm gonna walk them in and stuff because I want to give Bebe a piece of my mind. Fuck you, crazy kid. Mm-hmm. And they get inside. She's not home. Uh-huh. Um, there's a note on the fridge that says, like, Jamaica, can you feed the kids? I'll be home soon. And then Robin knows, opens up the fridge. Fridge is empty. Mm-hmm. And the kids are just looking real sad and stuff. Because, like, you know, her mom's not home right now. Like, she's always out doing whatever. Uh-huh. And then um, he kind of reluctant. Well, he leaves them $10 saying, like, I'll order a pizza. Yeah, why don't y'all call the pizza man or something? The pizza man don't come by here no more. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what the reality is for a lot of people, but like, and I did not live in a neighborhood like this. There was a lot of like family members that I had. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it is rough. Yeah. And like, the portrayal of that I thought was, wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It, um, but I like that it showed that, you know, not everybody's from like a super great neighborhood, you know? Yeah. And people have different hardships and, Baby's kids are. For me, what I saw was not a kids who were not a bunch of kids who were just bad to be bad, but they their mom's not home a lot because yeah. she's doing whatever, probably like multiple jobs to feed them mm-hmm. or to like pay people to like babysit while she's out, you know. Yeah. So it's like kids get it tough and like they're probably just acting out the way they are because they don't get a lot of attention from nobody yeah you know yeah exactly and they they shot their dad yeah (laughs) they shot their dad (laughs) that too oh man but it was just kind of sad yeah it was very it was a very sad moment yeah which is kids are in a rough neighborhood yeah and they don't really got nobody Yeah. yeah so then like robin basically leaves them and uh, as he's like, I think he's driving Jamika and Leon home. Yeah. But as they're driving home, they have an argument. I kind of missed the argument, but uh, I think it was basically about. I think the argument about... was just about the kids and how like they shouldn't leave them because yeah. like baby's not home yet. And mm-hmm. Robin was kind of like, "Don't worry about it. I'm sure baby will be home soon." 
And then, like, he was just, like, and they, angry yeah. in general about, like, the whole day. Yeah, and I think, And yeah, then we're she back was... to the framework, the, we're, we're back to where we started, where we're at the framework of him being at the bar, because this is all, like, in one... Yeah, it was all happening in one day. It was all day. in one day? Which I don't is, know yeah, how. Because, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of got that from, because he was wearing the same exact clothes that he was wearing in yeah. the... So I was kind of, like, figuring it was from, the, it was all the same day. Um, but it was, like, so much <laughs> that happened that day, so I was just like, like, it is kind of surprising that it is all yeah. in one day. But, yeah, I guess that he dropped Jamaica Leon home, and, he um... Just went to the bar to yeah. drink and talk to his friends about, like, what happened. Yeah, and I think, uh, he does just have this, he has this moment of realization that maybe he was wrong when, uh, one of the, uh, drunk guys at the bar is like, yeah, I agree with you. You should. You left. You left her. That's good. Like you don't want to have to be dealing with them kids. And you were right. And it's better to be like do what you want to do than like have to deal with other people. And he kind of sees like real Robin looks at this drunk guy and kind of sees what he could become. Yeah. And he's kind of like, like a lonely oh, old be, drunk yeah. Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or curmudgeon. Why does it curmudgeon? Gretchen. Gretchen. <laughs> Gretchen. Name. Sorry. Yeah, so he's I'm sorry if anybody who's listening to this, their name is Gretchen. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> a Gretchen. <laughs> sorry, Gretchen. I meant curmudgeon. I'm so, Gretchen. yeah, and he he's like, you know what, I, I am wrong. And he leaves the bar to probably, like, go and, like, apologize to Jamika and probably go back. And actually, I think he goes, he was going to go back to He was to about to, but Jamika was kids. there at the bar. Yeah, I think Which gonna... I don't know how she knew he was yeah, at the bar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because I don't think they ever talked about, like, what kind of bar he hangs <laughs> maybe, out with. Maybe in one of the scenes where they cut back to Baby's Kids, they they talked about it. I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah, yeah, I think he was going to go back to Baby's apartment and try yeah. to find the kids because he felt bad about that specifically. Yeah. And then, like, she's actually at the bar because she's just like, I'm sorry, like, we were just... We just had a really long day. And yeah, and then the and then baby's kids are in her car with pizza, with with pizza and Leon, and then they're giggling, and they and then like Jamika and Robin smooch. Mm-hmm. Long smooch. I've never seen an animated. It smooch was a yeah, that it was a long. really long and, like that and well. Yeah, it was a very intimate animated smooch. It was like wow, this is dang. <laughs> like this is a good. Wow. Usually it's like from one angle and then like they like they hug tap, a little bit like, tighter and then that's it. Yeah. But that was like 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 they were in it. Get up in there. There was some twirl, tongue. There's definitely twirl, some twirl tongue. around. Yeah. Kind of like 360 and it was yeah. like, "Oh, okay. That's I, that's like it's different." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, and the movie could have like kind of, you know, ended there. Yeah. But it did. Be- it did. Kind of kept going a little bit more. Maybe like five more ten more minutes. Cuz little Pee-wee was like Man, let's go to Vegas, and then they go to Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> they go to Vegas same night. It's the same night, y'all. <laughs> they go to Vegas. Well, is it though? Because cartoon characters always wear the same clothing. But no, because like they were in his car. I don't like, know. Like when they're at the funeral, they're in, they're in different clothing. Well, that's like but a, that's, that's a funeral. funeral. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like, a funeral. Like Penny, Penny wore the same damn thing every day. Kim Possible wore the same thing. Yeah, but this is a movie. This is a movie. There's a movie. I think Belle's it was the same wearing night. the same thing in Beauty and the Beast. Belle's wearing the same clothes. That was a past. Entire... <laughs> they, she only had one Lilo pair of Lilo is wearing the same red dress. That was her favorite outfit. <laughs> she only had one pair of clothes. Pairs. One pair of clothes. I, I think it was the well, same Tiana's night. It had to be the same night. Because it's not like they... 
They also didn't like you know use like a time wiper like a like a uh, yeah it uh, just kind of cut to it yeah so, it kind of just cut to cut to we're yeah. in Vegas now so it felt like it's the same it did, night yeah it felt like it was the same day but I don't know mostly just playing around which is fine no 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 it's fine but no like it, it I'm kind of playing too I'm just and also then, freaking then, out that it's the same night <laughs> and then there's Amanda's like oh no it's Bayday's kids and they're like whoa we ain't never been here <laughs> that's great because they just have this reputation so I guess great. that's gone far and wide that they used to be some bad kids that happened a couple of times too where like they'd pull up somewhere like wait wasn't it like it was I as they were leaving the theme park they get stopped by cops well no they didn't get stopped there's a cop coming up oh. and Robin's like help help these kids is crazy right and then the cop's like Bayday's kids those are Bayday's kids and he's like Nope. <laughs> and he just drives off. Yep. And then when they get to Vegas, dumb's baby's kids. And then little Pee Wee gets out, and I don't know why Vegas just has one outlet controlling all the power. It's funny. I'm not. Was, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not criticizing him. I'm just gag. saying like it's a it's funny gag. But he undid the 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 outlet, and then all of the power in Vegas shut off, and the movie ends. And then the movie ends. Yay. Baby's Kids. Baby's Kids is a really interesting movie. Mm-hmm. It's a wild ride. It is a real wild ride. And I, I still kind of think that it would have been better as a um, series. As a series. Yeah, now just going through it and talking about it and like even your your thought process behind it being a series like well, yeah, yeah it kind of would make sense as a sitcom in that time because like, li- cool. there's literally hundreds of things you can do with it yeah if you want to keep it what's it is that procedural is that the not not procedural procedural sounds like a cop thing procedural drop cop drama thing but uh what do you call it like uh i know gosh what is it called like um not overarching plot but episodic episodic is the word as yeah a, as an episodic like series mm-hmm. of this man and this woman that he likes a lot and her son and then like oh here comes baby kids oh mm-hmm. you know yeah like that that's funny yeah and you can do a lot of different things with that like mm-hmm. every episode is just like a new what will baby's kids do this time you mm-hmm. know like how will robin ruin his date with jamika whatever you know mm-hmm. like it, it and dorotea coming out of nowhere trying yeah. to like ruin their uh, relationship yeah, it, it it has a lot of potential for like a for like a series. I mean, I'm sure Bruce doesn't may not want to touch this ever again because it's like old, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people, not not that he hates it. I mean, I'm, I don't speak for this man because I have no idea what he thinks. Right. But like, I know some like some people just like they look back on their work and they're like, eh, I'm done. Yeah, you like know? that was it. That was good for when we did it. Yeah, that was when we on. did it. But like, if he did ever want to bring this back, like. I'd be super stoked to see it as a series, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's his, he can do whatever he wants with it, but if right. he brought it back as a series, I'd be like, yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I also, I think, uh, feel like it's important to mention... Like, put it on TV One. Yeah, like, just... I don't even know how to segue into it, but I'm just gonna say it. Because, sure. Um, the Robin Harris, who basically created the entire story, and yeah. you know, right, he passed away two years before the film was right yeah kind of everything should have mentioned that up top yeah probably should have definitely mentioned that up top but we kind of just kept going right um but yeah like it's really interesting when something that you worked on 
well, well, it's interesting when something that someone works on, you know, and helps create or creates, and then they don't even live to see it. Yeah. You know, and it's very sad. Like, mm-hmm. like um, like the posthumous, like just boom or popularity of a thing. Yeah. Is... So I'm sure he, uh, Mr. Harris would have been like very delighted to like see this comedy routine that he created brought to life in an animated form you know mm-hmm. and i don't know if like maybe he was shown pencil tests or something but to see it like in all its glory completed i bet that would have been like really fun yeah yeah and it's like a real bummer when um stuff like that happens right like uh the, the composer howard for little mermaid and beauty and the beast never got to see it dang howard uh, passed away before the beauty and the beast passed away before Jungle Book you know he didn't see it right but Walt had a bunch of other well I don't want to discuss that yeah no it's It's, still a bummer yeah it's still a bummer but it's I feel like it's good that it was like created and put out there so that people can enjoy it yeah though it is like posthumous I think that's how you pronounce that right posthumous success Mm -hmm. it's still it's still success yeah exactly and it's great that uh bruce smith and like all the like the team that worked on babies because was able to make this thing mm-hmm. um and again i think i mentioned earlier that like critical reception of it wasn't favorable but audience reception was yeah audience reception loved it and yeah like i don't know too many black folks that don't know what Bebe's Kids is, mm-hmm. or at least haven't heard it, or if they don't know the name, if they see it, they'll be like, oh yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Like, even if they can't remember what it's called. Yeah, they at least heard the phrase Bebe's yeah, Kids. Yeah, they've the heard term, the phrase. Like someone being referred. Yeah, yeah. You know? But, like, watching it as an adult, um, it just makes me, again, really want more black animated content. Mm-hmm. Feature. feature. Yeah, feature. I gotta, like, yeah, gotta throw that black, in right there. <laughs> more black more feature black animated, animated content. Because, like, I don't want it to just stop with Tiana. Yeah. And, again, like, Bruce W. Smith worked on that, too. What was the one, uh, we might need to, like, research it, but there was this one film that's, like, uh, a dude is making, oh, man, that is supposed to be a feature. Oh, man. Uh... He's at Pixar. Yeah, I think he's at Pixar. Uh, like, it's oh. CG, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a CG film. And I think there's like, there's maybe there's a couple because there's one that's like um, more fantasy, and then there's another that was a little bit more like um, like real life or not real life, but yeah, I guess real life, whatever. <laughs> like a uh, real realistic, I'll say. I'm trying to remember. Substance? No, that was a short film. I thought Substance substance. was being made into a full film. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm reading this tweet right now that says a short film based on true events. So it might be being made into a longer format. Who's doing it? It's uh, Jamal... Jamal Bradley? Bradley? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Because when you said Jamal, I was like, oh, Jamal Bradley. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He... Oh no, he's not at Pixar. He's at DreamWorks. Or oh, okay. That's what it says. 
Yeah. We're reading his Twitter. Yeah, we're looking at his Twitter. <laughs> because we really want to know, because it was bothering me that I'm like, I know what you're talking about, but like, I can't think of a name. Substance. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a short film. It's a short film. Okay. But it would be awesome if it was a longer film. I'm not saying you have to make it a long film, but like, yeah, Substance. And then there was another film that I'm thinking of that I think is, maybe it is a Pixar artist that's like more fantasy based, but it has a, a black female lead. Wait, is it Chris W. Smith? <laughs> that would be hilarious if it's Chris W. Smith and I'm just not remembering that it's him. Well, he's not at Pixar, right? No. I don't think so. Maybe that's the thing. Did, wait, was Bruce W. Smith part of the Substance Crew too? Maybe. I wouldn't be Bruce, super surprised. tell us, did you do it? We Were a, you part of it? Hey, can, you, can we have you on the podcast? Bruce. 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 <laughs> this is going to be weird. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we need more black animated characters. Yeah, and like I said again, like I don't want it to stop with Tiana. Mm-hmm. That was a stepping stone. I wanted to keep going, and like I feel like I, what's what was another one? There has to be. Well, there's definitely more. Like um um, I just remembered um home. Oh yeah, home. I got she, home. She was mixed. Mm-hmm. Latinx and yeah, double double. Um, both in there. and uh Gala 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 Island. No, sorry, I was just trying to remember it. I literally said Gala Island for some reason. Gala Gala Island. Gala Gala. <laughs> Gala Gala. <laughs> that was filmed where I live in Beaufort, South Carolina. Really? Or in that area. I think it was probably Hill and Head if I'm gonna Gala Gala Island. It was in Beaufort. It was in that area, Beaufort, South Carolina. For people who don't know, Gala Gala Island was this really cute Nick. Junior? Yeah. It was this Nick Jr. show mm-hmm. about this family that lived on Gullah Gullah Island. Mm-hmm. It was this black family. It was about, yeah, the Gullah culture is like definitely it's surrounded in like Beaufort, Hilton Head, yeah. that Bluffton, South Carolina area. It was about Gullah culture. And like the, the dad character in that, I know this is like way off topic, we're near the end, but the dad character, fun fact, from that show went to Beaufort High School, which is the rival high school of the high school I graduated from. Ooh. So yeah, <laughs> fun facts. I wonder what the Gala crew is doing now. Into the harp sounds, harp sounds. <laughs> yeah. Gala Gala. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just if you look at feature, like it's just not feature animation. It's just not popular with black folks. Is does. Name of this film. I kind of count Atlanteans slightly. Atlantis, The Lost Empire? Yeah. <laughs> it's Chris Summer. I'll claim her. Claim it. Yeah, we, we got Kita. Okay. So, yeah. So, do you have any other thoughts on Baby's Kids, Bruce W. Smith, Proud Family, mm. Destiny's Child, Pep Salt and Peppa, Denzel Washington, well, Happily wanna, Never After? I want to bring up the fact that, like, Hyperion made some interesting stuff, but I like the fact that Jambalaya sprang from Hyperion. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking more to it as an adult, because like, I didn't know anything about it. Um, oh, and just backstory, like, Jambalaya is the studio that um, Bruce Smith co-created? Mm. Yeah, It's like a subsidiary of Hyperion. Right. Um to bring more like 
multicultural and like ethically diverse cartoons to, to, to television. Mm-hmm. And that's such an amazing thing. And like we get Proud Family, we get Happily Ever After, we get the Boom Crew, even though like I never saw it, but you said that you remembered seeing the Boom Crew on, on TV. The Boom Crew, yeah. yeah. I have the Boom Crew bookmarked also. I mean, that's just a random thing for me to say out loud, but <laughs> I have that um, bookmarked. And there are, like, other things as well. Like, I just kind of wish that there was something like that that was still around, because I think the studio is no longer in operation. Mm. I think they went out after after the Proud Family movie. I think that was the last thing. Oh. I think so. Don't quote me on that, because I could be wrong. You're wrong. No, I don't know. Oh, but I but they're not in operation anymore. Right. And it would just be so cool to see a studio like Jambalaya again that focuses on creating content for ch- children of just like different racial backgrounds. You know. Because mm-hmm. that because like seeing happily ever after like meant a lot to me as a kid. Like, yeah. It was I gravitated I gravitated to that so fast. I keep saying Happily Never After for some reason. Yeah. But Happily Ever After. That's a movie. Yeah, I think Happily Never After is a movie that's now on Netflix. Yeah. Um, But Happily Ever After was very, like, inspiring. Like, I definitely drew, like, characters from that show a lot. It was very influential um, in my art. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So watch Bebe's Kids, guys. Well, yeah, watch it. It are we gonna rate it? It is <laughs> do a we, lot. Do we rate uh, Princess of the no. Frog? I can't remember. Okay, well, we're not gonna rate it. Okay, good. Maybe we did. I don't remember. I can't if remember. If we did, either. then oh well. But uh, yeah, watch. I was gonna say watch Princess of the Frog. Watch Princess of the Frog, y'all. It's such <laughs> watch, a good movie. No, no yeah, do watch it. And, um, wa- and while you're watch, watching Princess of the Frog, make sure you pick up Bebe's Kids. Make sure you pick up Bebe's Kids. Watch Bebe's Kids. Or else they're going to come and knock you out. They, <laughs> Their daddy ran away from them. And they shot <laughs> No, but for real, though, Bebe's Kids is a good movie. It is a good movie. It, it's, it's a fun ride. And especially if you are someone who who is of the... African American variety. Mm, yes, you're going to chuckle and laugh at a lot of what's going on mm-hmm. because a lot of it is very relatable to like us specifically. Whether it's like the culture, the, like culture, mm. fa- family dynamics, yeah. or like um, just like vernacular that you hear all the time. Yeah, yeah. baby's awesome. kids, good. Baby's kids. We don't die, we multiply. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. To keep up with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Animated. And be sure to listen for more episodes on blackandanimated.podbean.com and on iTunes. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employers. Thanks, guys. Until next time, see you later. 